0: Mindfulness Mode 69.
1: In regards to habit, I know that the number one thing my clients have to do is to create a morning ritual.
0: Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host, Bruce Langford. On Mindfulness Mode, we talk about how people from all walks of life have discovered mindfulness and how it's impacted their lives to help them become more calm, focused, and happy. Hey mindful tribe, thanks for joining us. As appreciation for listening, I have a meditation infographic for you called Calm Your Busy Mind. This download focuses on breathing, exercise, and mantras. Get your copy at mindfulnessmode.com/calm, c a l m. You're listening to Mindfulness Weekends with Bruce Langford. And today, I'm featuring my friend, Andrea Sullinger. And we're talking about habits today and mindfulness and habits and how they connect and how they relate to each other. And first of all, I mean, this is obviously a, a clear way that habits are connected to mindfulness. And that is, if you want to implement mindfulness into your life, make it a habit. And that can be meditation or some other tools of mindfulness. And meditation is one of the first tools that comes to mind with mindfulness. And what I did when I first meditated a very long time ago is I decided, you know what, I'm going to meditate every morning and every night. And so I did. And I did that for several months. And I meditated for 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. And just taking that time to have to myself just to clear my mind i won't go into a lot of detail about how i did it i just did it i just made up my mind i was going to do it and it it got to the point before long where i really looked forward to those times i mean i made it a habit i didn't say to myself oh i'm going to make this a habit i didn't really literally set out to do that but i made up my mind that meditation was going to be part of my life. And I just did it and it became a habit and it became a habit that I looked forward to. And I think that's the important thing. It was positive. It made me feel good. I loved just having that time where I felt like I could breathe. I could clear my mind from all the stresses of the day. And I mean, sometimes Sometimes it didn't really happen. I mean, my mind still was going. Of course it was. But the other thing I made up my mind to do was to not beat myself up no matter what. Like If I felt like, oh, I'm really thinking about a lot of different things, I thought, well, so what? I'm doing it. I'm meditating. I'm just not going to be worried about it. Because somebody once told me, you can't do it wrong. And, I, and that was really reassuring for me. You can't do it wrong. Just do it. And that's the most important part. Just do it. So I did. And meditation has really evolved for me over the years. And now when I meditate, I, for the last few months, I've only been meditating in the morning, usually. I mean, that's part of my routine is that I get up and that's my habit. I meditate I have a shower and then I meditate and that's just what I always do. I don't have to think, oh, will I do it or will I do something else? I don't think anything like that. I just do what I do and that's why it's so easy because it's part of my morning ritual. It's part of my habit. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about habit today is because I'm reading this book that I just love and it's called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And his last name is D-U-H-I-G-G. And I've heard people recommend his books. And this is the first book by him that I've read. And man, I'm really enjoying it. It's just a really enjoyable read. It's easy to read. It's He's filled his book with stories, but it's also filled with scientific background and you know a lot of these stories are about scientific studies that were done and now I'll I'll tell you right now I'm just starting the book I haven't read a huge amount of it but I can tell already it's just going to be one of my books that I'll remember for a long time because I've noticed more and more on social media when I'm chatting with people the, the word habit keeps coming up and you know, different people are saying, well, you know what? I achieved that because I made it a habit. Or I think, I think what helped me be successful in this area of my life was this habit I have. And so this word, I just started noticing it. You know how somebody, you know, suddenly you you decide to buy a red car or something, and then you notice all of a sudden all those red cars out there. And well, I'm noticing the word habit. It's coming up a lot lately. So Reading this book is so fantastic. So I was talking to my friend and my coach, Andrea Sullinger, and she's amazing. She's got such great insight. She just helps me so much with the direction of my my life, my business life. And so when we were talking earlier today, I asked her about habits and morning ritual. Here's our conversation.
1: Just yesterday, I was doing some work. And I just saw um, this little video and it was just a, just a little thing about neuroplasticity
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and about how we really do have to create habits. And Mm -hmm. the main thing that I realized is that more than anything, the number one thing that I coach on is mindset. And the second thing is money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if someone says I need to learn how to get more clients and they think that they want me to teach them how to create a sales page I always spend way you know 90% of the time on those two topics so in regards to habit I know that the number one thing my clients have to do is to create a morning ritual or whatever afternoon ritual whatever it is a daily practice that really really um, empowers them corrects Um, lifts them up as encouraging and supportive in regards to mindset. I think that when you don't incorporate habit, what happens is, is that on the days that you're imploding and the sky is falling and you're devastated for whatever reason, and it might even be valid, that you typically allow it to suck you in and it holds you hostage for much longer than a day. And if you don't have habit and you're not genuinely committed to, even if I you know, I'm barfing all day. Like I'm doing this thing mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't have to be hours. I mean like no. my total morning ritual takes 30 minutes or less.
0: I totally, totally agree. And that's why I love the book, the miracle morning, mm-hmm.
1: because it's
0: just all about that very thing. Right. And he's, he's really good to share that. And, It's true. You stay on that and you stay on it and you stay on it. And it does, it, it keeps you on that even keel, even though you're still going to have ups and downs, Mm -hmm. but it really, really does. So I love that. That's fantastic that you teach that as part of, of your coaching.
1: Mm -hmm. What is your morning ritual? Like
0: my morning ritual is that I get up at five and Mm -hmm. I, the first thing I do is I meditate. Well, no, the first thing I do is I have a shower, but then after that I meditate for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I just do it like clockwork and like, I don't care how I'm feeling. I just do it. I yeah. just do it. And then after that, I, I read and write. So, mm-hmm. so I read, you know, sometimes it's only a page. Like if, if I want to get right to my work or whatever, reading a page is fine. Or sometimes I'm like, oh, today I'm going to read a whole chapter, you know, because I love reading and I do lots of it, but it's not always part of my morning ritual. Right. So I, so I read and then I write. And again, it's the same thing. I journal, but it's only like, it might be only a few sentences. Mm-hmm. or it might be a lot more it depends like right. m- my meditation is always 20 minutes at least sometimes i'm like oh i really need more of this you know <laughs> but but with the reading and writing it's not always as long and then i work out mm. and that is also something that it might be just 5 minutes it might be, and I have a machine which is awesome because it kind of gets me. Then I, all I have to do is I get on it and I do the same thing. And again, yeah. it's that habit thing. I don't yeah. have to think. What am I doing today? What am yeah. I do? Oh, let me think. Will I do this? Will I do that? No, I get on there and I do my thing, and I right. do it. And if I do it for five minutes, and I think I have more time, and I'm going to do more of it than I do. So that's part of our discussion about habits. And Andrea Sullinger, she was on episode 15 on mindfulness mode, and she calls herself a kick-butt coach. And I think you'll be interested in how she overcame a bout with vertigo and became even more successful as a coach. And yeah, listen to her episode. I think you'll be fascinated with, with Andrea and how she uses mindfulness in her life. So just a few more thoughts about habit and mindfulness. You know, I mean, obviously, we can have good habits, we can have bad habits. I mean, that's that's very clear. And I, I noticed this quote by Dr. Rob Gilbert, and he said this, First we form habits, then they form us. Conquer your bad habits, or they'll eventually conquer you. And I think that's one of the things that I wanted to mention, is that a lot of times when people say habits, we think automatically of bad habits. You know, we think of smoking, we think of nail biting, we think of those habits that aren't really the best habits, you know, like your habit of eating fast food all the time or your habit of, you know, watching TV shows for three hours a day or something like that. And you're thinking, oh, I just wish I could break this habit. Well, habits are certainly not always bad. Habits can be really, really helpful to your life. And that's why I love what Aristotle said. And think about that. I mean, how long ago was he on earth? He said this, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And what a great quote. And since I co-authored the book with Brian Tracy, then I love seeing what Brian Tracy has to say about all these things. And it always seems to be such solid To the point, wisdom. So he said this. He said, successful people are simply those with successful habits. And as I say that, I can almost hear him saying it in his own voice because he's just, I love his voice, by the way, but he's so clear and he's so succinct. And I'm going to repeat it because it's just such a great quote. Successful people are simply those with successful habits. And so how do we make successful habits? How do we create those habits? Well, you know, Joyce Meyer said this. She said, focus on the good habits you want to do, not the bad habits you don't want to do. Overcome the bad with the good. So that's a good place to start. Don't focus on your bad habits. Just kind of let it go for now. Don't worry about it. And think about, you know, what, what would you like to achieve? What's one thing that you would really like to do? And when I read the book, The Miracle Morning, that really changed the way I looked at routine and habit. Because, of course, he talks about, Hal talks about such oh, it's such powerful stuff, but how you can create a routine in the morning that works for you and you don't have to think about what you're doing and then what you're doing next and then what you're doing next. And of course that's habit. You're creating a habit and things are so much easier to do if they're a habit. So like for instance, doing my podcast, there are a lot of steps to putting up a podcast, quite a number of steps. And if I don't make it a habit. If I kind of think, okay, what do I have to do next? And what do I have to do next? And what do I have to do next? Then it becomes laborious. It becomes a big deal. But I've created a habit. I've, I've made a sequence of events. So in other words, I've made a system, a process, and I've laid that out for myself. So it's very clear in my mind So that now when I create a podcast, it's really more of a habit than anything else because I just habitually go through the steps and I can then teach someone else to habitually go through those same steps. Now, it might take me a little bit of time to teach someone else and to point out, okay, this is exactly what you need to do in this step or in that step. And then all I have to do is I record it and someone else can do many of those other steps. Well, that's why... Systems and processes, they can be a habit. We can instill them as a habit. And that's what Kate Erickson talks about. And you can check out her episode on my show. Kate Erickson talks about those systems that you put in place. And then it makes your work so much easier. It makes your life easier because, you not know, thinking, oh, I have to do this thing. And it's, I have to look up all the steps. And I have to figure out what to do. But instead, you've you've created it into a, a systematic series of steps that if you do it a few times, it will become easy. It will just, oh, yeah, I do this and I do this and I do this. And you know what? It's almost calming to do it. And when I say it's almost calming to do it, I'm sure you're thinking, oh, that's mindfulness, and and to me, it is. It's kind of a part of mindfulness. It's kind of like when you can get to that point where you just, you just take a deep breath, you look forward to doing something, and it's relaxing to do it, and it's not stressful or anything like that. You just do it. It's kind of like sometimes that's how I feel about washing the dishes. I'm working away on my business, or I'm working on something that maybe I feel a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of stress or something for whatever reason. And I think, you know what, I just want to do something where I don't have to think. And for everybody that's different. Like for me, it might be just like, I just want to wash the dishes. You know, I don't have to think about it. I just do it. And it sort of feels good to go through that procedure. And, you know, and then I feel good when it's done because everything's tidy and cleaned up and put away and that kind of thing. And, so I like that. Or the same thing could be true with, you know, I want to cut the grass because I it's not something I have to think about it. I just do it. And I think a lot of people have jobs that they love to do because it's sort of a, it's a calming experience for them. It's relaxing. And in a way, that's part of mindfulness is when you've discovered what calms you, what relaxes you, what you can just... You can just do that, and you can live in the moment as you're doing that. So you can be doing the process, and it almost happens automatically. It's like you're on automatic pilot, so then in your brain, you can think about now. What am I thinking about right now? What am I grateful for right now? I'm grateful that I can put my mind and body on automatic Automatic pilot, and it's just kind of going ahead and doing the dishes or whatever it is. And at the same time, I'm relaxed and calm. And I'm thinking about the moment right now and what I'm grateful for. And if you're thinking about what you're grateful for right now, you're not going to be thinking about anxieties and stresses And I know that's what a lot of my interviewees on the show say to me. They mention gratefulness. And so if I can make being grateful part of my daily habit, which I have done, by the way, then automatically there's going to be less anxiety and less stress. So I love talking about habit because it's something that's like... I never thought about this in the past, you know, like before I never thought, you know, I could implement really good habits and that'll squeeze out bad habits. I didn't think about things like that much, but now that I've started to focus a little bit more on habit and reading this book, The Power of Habit, then that is really something that, that has made a difference for me. And so let me see if I've got any more quotes here. No, I didn't pull up any more quotes, but just think about what habits you could implement in your life. So think about what you want to achieve. What is it that is, you know, what I would say is what's a drudgery? What's it, what's something that you kind of have to do every day, but it hasn't really gelled like it's not something that you really feel good about it's not you sort of struggle with it or you kind of have to push yourself with it or whatever and I would say consider making that into a habit you've got the processes you know when you do it you know what you do to start you know what the second thing is you know what the third is and, like, I don't do dishes all the time. Like, don't don't get the impression that I'm, like, doing dishes, doing dishes, doing dishes. I just do dishes sometimes when I kind of, you know, I'm at home and I think, okay, I'll do the dishes and I'll just really enjoy that. If I did them every single day, then I would have a process with that, whereas I did them at a certain time. Right after a meal, probably. And I would, the first thing I would do is, you know, put water in the sink or whatever it is. I would have this series of steps so that I just, every day, I automatically go ahead and I do them on autopilot. And as I do them, I'm going to relax and think about what I want to think about in the moment. So, what I want to think about in the moment, like I already said, is what I'm grateful for. Now, I might want to think about something else. I might decide to think about a situation that happened today or a problem that came up. I might decide to do that, but I can literally decide what I want to think about and do it because the rest of me is on autopilot. Anyway, so just some thoughts about habit. It's so great to have you tuned in. And you know I'd be interested in your comments about habit, and you can always... Drop me off an email, Bruce at mindfulnessmode.com, or you can share on Twitter at Bruce Lankford. It'd be great to hear from you. It always is. And so I hope you have an awesome weekend and just think about how you can implement habit if you feel that that's something that could be beneficial for you. It's great sharing with you and all the best. Have a super weekend. Bye now.